everyone. Welcome back to episode seven of Holistic Healing Space podcast. My name's Holly. I'm your host. And today I am going to talk about emotions and I've titled this podcast Beneath Our Emotions is the Freedom We All Seek. And what I'm really going to touch on here is how trauma and conditioning impacts our emotions, our behavior and our entire life as individuals and as a collective. And look, it's going to be quite a triggering podcast in some senses. So make sure that you're comfortable delving into the world of emotions, trauma, mind control and spirituality before you carry on with me. Look, emotional healing is a very deep topic, not spoken about nearly as much as it should be. And I'm just going to be scratching the surface here. So let's just begin with why is emotional healing such an important focus? Our emotions are the underlying reason for the majority of our physical and mental health issues. They're the underlying reason why we remain stuck in unhealthy cycles and why we stop believing in our dreams or become depressed in life. So many of us are not living in alignment with who we truly are. We just don't feel entirely free. Why is that? Why do so many of us struggle to understand our emotions? Well, by the time we're 35 years old, 95% of us have memorized a set of behaviors, reactions, unconscious habits, attitudes, beliefs, and perceptions that function like a computer program. So that leaves only 5% of our conscious mind wanting us to be healthy, happy, and free. It's unfortunate how many of us operate this way without being conscious of it. And I've most definitely been stuck there myself. Now, most of the programs that we run within our own minds are formed through trauma or our conditioning. These both greatly impact our emotional well-being and therefore our behavior and our life choices. Trauma is a deep one, but put simply, trauma can be acute, chronic or complex. Acute trauma is a result of a single event. Chronic trauma is repeated and prolonged, such as domestic violence or emotional abuse. Complex trauma is exposure to varied and multiple traumatic events, often of an invasive interpersonal nature. Another very common trauma is generational trauma. We don't talk enough about the trauma that is passed down from generation to generation, the trauma that continues to play out until we develop the awareness and strength to heal it and therefore also heal our lineage. When our trauma is not addressed, it results in emotional dysfunction, fears for safety, powerlessness, inability to recognize danger cues, and can often set off a chain of events resulting in subsequent or repeated trauma exposure. That's trauma in a nutshell, a very, very deep subject that warrants much more focus and attention. Now, when I refer to conditioning, a simple explanation of conditioning is the process in which learning can occur through reinforcement and punishment. For example, when a parent rewards their child with screen time, if they pick up their toys, and if they don't, they might be threatened with their iPad being taken off them. The desired behavior is constantly reinforced. A little bit like how we're being rewarded with being able to go back to the pub right now if we show our medical history or our vaccination history. Same, same, but different. These are both examples of emotional extortion. And for those who don't know what that means, it is the use of fear, obligation or guilt to control another person. There are much deeper layers to what we're currently experiencing in 2021. There always has been, and some of you might start to connect the dots if you haven't already. 
Conditioning is deeply embedded in many aspects of society, religions, cultures, families, education systems, government agendas, the medical industry, and so much more. It can have detrimental effects on our well-being until we become conscious of how it is actually affecting us. As individuals, many of us have been trained to respond in a manner generally approved by our conditioning. This influences and determines our social actions and responses. And they're not always beneficial for us. More often than not, they create an emotional trauma when they're misaligned with who we truly are. So much of what we've been taught to believe is far from the truth. Being well-educated leads to success in life, for example. Being skinny means you're beautiful. Being emotional means that you're overly sensitive. Depression is a chemical imbalance and there's something intrinsically wrong with you. When in most cases, depression is the result of trauma or conditioning that is not serving you. You're not living alignment with who you are. It is society that has become dysfunctional and disconnected, not you. If we believe all we've been taught or told to be without question, then we may end up living our lives way out of alignment, detached from the truth of who we are at a soul level. Let me share with you a few simple examples of how our conditioning can affect our emotional well-being. A friend of mine recently ended up in a psych ward. The underlying reason, he was no longer able to fit into the box that his religion wanted him to remain in. He just didn't belong in that box. He constantly felt stifled, depressed, but somewhat compelled to remain loyal to his religious beliefs. He feared being shamed by his family. The end result of going against his truth was psychosis. Another example, I lost a past love connection to alcohol. He constantly chose drinking over healing his underlying emotional wounding. He was raised in a Latin country where drinking is deeply ingrained in their culture, an overly acceptable substance to escape the stress and pain of life. In his mind, it was completely acceptable because when everybody else is doing it, it's acceptable, right? There's nothing wrong with it, even when it was harming his health. This is what happens when we fall victim to our conditioning and fail to question whether or not it actually is serving who we are on a deeper level. On the flip side, though, he had a crazy way of bringing all of my unhealed childhood trauma and conditioning to the surface for healing. But I didn't quite realise it at the time. All I felt was pain. Pain that I later learned I could transform into power once I understood how to work through my trauma sift out the conditioning that wasn't really in resonance with my truth and alchemize all of it. Those connected spiritually know that on a deeper dimension, alcohol is an invitation for evil entities. Those who don't drink alcohol or very little of it know the clarity they feel and the expansion they experience within their life and their own minds. We've been heavily conditioned to view alcohol as an acceptable substance when in truth it is one of the most harmful out there for us. But because of our conditioning and our human desire to fit in, many of us do things that don't truly serve us. This is where our disconnection from self begins. And when we do this for an extended period of time, we drift further and further away from our true soul self. We live in a very conditional world and our conditioning is not always good for us. But often if we ignore the signs because of our deep desire to belong, Even when our soul is screaming out to us, this isn't the right path for you. If we don't listen, our health, our life suffers, our emotions bubble to the surface. If we continually avoid, numb or suppress our pain, we become mentally or physically unwell because we're not addressing the underlying issue. Understanding and connecting to our emotions is absolutely everything. 
The most common emotional wound in need of attention for many of us is self-love because when we really know, love and respect ourselves, when we follow our inner knowing, we will stop doing things that harm our spirit. We won't buy into the shaming or coercion. We won't succumb to people-pleasing. We know that it's totally okay to choose ourselves and how is best for us to live our own lives. We just won't self-sacrifice or self-sabotage. What we all crave is belonging, but we must belong to ourselves first. When we know and we honour our true nature, we just won't betray ourselves. We also naturally attract our tribe and things in our lives just begin to flow. It is when we cling to our outdated conditioning and the voice of our ego that we experience emotional turmoil because we are in fact choosing to go against ourselves, perhaps unconsciously. And I did that for a very long time. Our conditioning and our trauma has the power to create as well as amplify our emotional wounding until we get to the core of the issue. Now, as a therapist, two of the most common emotional wounds for many people are in fact fear and self-worth. These have also been big emotional wounds on my journey and I'll talk about that a little bit later on. When it comes to fear, fear of change, fear of the unknown, fear of questioning our habitual patterns because often we are afraid of what we might find if we question ourselves on a level beneath the ego and all that we currently know. Have we in essence been living a lie? And if we choose a new way that feels more aligned for us, if we choose ourselves, are we worthy? Will it work out for us? What will people think? When did we begin to neglect our internal voice? That is the million dollar question. My journey has been all about emotional healing and it is my purpose here to help others navigate through their conditioning, their limited belief systems, to heal their trauma and remember who they are beneath all of the layers that have been blocking their soul. I used to be blocked to the max and it's a horrible place to be. My conditioning and unhealed trauma created a myriad of emotional and physical health issues from fibromyalgia, autoimmune disease, eating disorders, anxiety, depression, disastrous relationships, accidents, and substance abuse. I had to unpack a lot of stuff, but it all has purpose because now I get to help others unpack their emotional blocks much more efficiently than the long road I had to take. But in taking that road, I got to know myself inside out. And what I learned was that the life I had in fact been living was completely inside out and back to front to what truly served me and my true nature. Finding my true alignment meant changing every aspect of my life, my thought processes, patterns, activities, relationships, vocation, diet, beliefs, and so much more. The holy six years prior has been completely transformed and I'm proud. Releasing our conditioned layers and processing trauma is how we experience true healing. It is how we connect back to our innermost selves. It is from this place that we discover what happiness, peace and contentment really means to us. And that looks different to all of us because we are all so beautifully unique, a masterpiece in fact. To me personally, it's living simply, nomadically, less materialistically, connecting to the natural world, the unseen, following my heart, letting life guide me to where I need to be, it's spirituality, sunshine and beaches, it's time in solitude, nature, yoga, dance, meditation, music, magic, movement and flow. 
the whole working 50 hours a week and building up an investment portfolio to prepare for retirement, even though there is no guarantee that you will still be alive to enjoy it then, just doesn't do it for me because it's not me. It's stifling to my soul. It's not in alignment with who I am at my core. It's actually not the way for the majority of us. The nine to five is just another program. It's a conditioned way of living. It is only one mode of reality and we all get to choose the reality which offers the most freedom for us. Anything in our lives that doesn't feel freeing is usually not in alignment. We just need to trust our intuition, let go of the beliefs that are smothering our inner voice and tune into the frequency that best suits us. The major fuck-ups I've made in my life were when I made choices based on other people's belief systems or moulding myself into the person others wanted me to be. I have such a shocking history of people-pleasing and it made me so physically and emotionally unwell. The truth is, though, there are no rules on how to live your life. Zero. And if you think that there are, then that is not your true voice. That's the voice of trauma or your conditioning. I'm currently dating a shaman from a completely different culture to my own who is very connected to the unseen realms, who sees through the illusions of our conditioning. And I'm so grateful when someone enters my life and helps me to shatter deeper layers of my conditioning and enable me to expand my mind and my belief systems. You had said to me 10 years ago, I'd be where I am now with my daily rituals, practicing energy healing and helping people heal issues that quite often their psychiatrists have failed to. I would not believe you. Because back then, I was very deeply beneath my conditioning. It was in the process of delayering 37 years of my life that I finally began to find my true self. I love to travel because I love to witness the different modes of reality and unique manifestations of the human spirit. Because that is what life is all about, manifesting a reality that is in alignment with your own soul which is not necessarily the same reality as the society, culture or religion that you grew up in. And that is completely okay. In a spiritual sense, that is what the journey is all about. Coming back home to our true selves, to wholeness, to oneness. As humans, we are very easily programmed. But when we are aware of this, we realize that we can take charge of our own programming and alter our reality at any time. It is always just one frequency shift away. Okay, let's get back to emotions. I've drifted a bit too deep into conditioning, but it really all goes hand in hand. Most of us, particularly my generation, were raised in families that had little to no education around emotional well-being. And it's something that needs to be much more widely acknowledged, particularly within our current education systems. Our parents were most likely conditioned by their own parents to run from their own shadows, emotions and trauma. They were told to just get on with things, to bypass their feelings and move forward with life in a very mechanical way. No time to really get to know yourself, but rather sweep things under the carpet. But when we don't resolve what's going on within us, the emotional memory gets stuck. We keep reliving the trauma, even as an adult, because we never learned how to heal or deal with it in a healthy manner. Then we pass this way of being down to our children. We don't teach them how to connect to their emotions, to their intuition, and nor does society. Many people in my generation still find it difficult to talk about their emotions. In a sense, we've been conditioned to not pay too much attention to the way we truly feel, and this keeps us in a dangerously stagnant loop. Many people have fear of being vulnerable, being judged, appearing weak, so they put on a social mask to the external world. 
This is super unhealthy because eventually their emotions will bubble to the surface in some way, shape or form. Life will always trigger us into our healing. And we can witness this happening for many people in the world right now. Just look at the statistics for anxiety and depression these days. Our feelings need to be acknowledged, felt and processed, not numbed or medicated because each emotion we carry has a profound message for us. It is revealing to us what thoughts, beliefs and traumas need to be attended to in order to align with our true nature. The way we feel has profound purpose. We need to understand that we all have the ability to alchemize our emotions and when we learn how to do this, we become more of who we truly are. We need to be so conscious of the beliefs, thoughts and programs that we absorb from our surroundings, our education systems, the media, the government, etc. We need to understand that the beliefs of others are not necessarily the truth for ourselves, particularly when they don't come from a place of love. Put simply, any belief or program that is limiting you or is manipulating you to go against the truth of your own soul is not based in love. When we're connected to ourselves, we know what resonates and what doesn't. We experience emotional extortion in many aspects of our society and this keeps us at the mercy of our unhealed emotions if we're not conscious of it. We believe that we must comply to certain ways of living or operating out of fear. The truth is we're not supposed to fit in or conform. We're all different. We're all on our own unique journey. Signs that we have emotional wounds to excavate are when we experience issues such as addictions, like substance abuse, eating disorders, mental and physical illness. We may overly distract ourselves with work, obsess over material things, control things, and leave little space for new energy to enter. We remain in jobs that we don't particularly like. We do things to please others. Instead of being true to ourselves, we constantly experience dramas within relationships and in life in general. Or we just stay in our comfort zone and stagnate. There are deep-seated emotional wounds beneath all of these issues and we can heal from them if we choose to, when we choose ourselves. When we disconnect or numb our emotions, they will not only dictate the direction of our lives but also the choices we make or we don't make. We know when something does not feel right for us, be it a job, a person, an environment, a conditioned way of being. We just need to ask ourselves why we aren't doing anything about it. Is it fear? Is it self-doubt? Is it unworthiness, guilt or shame? What particular emotion are we buying into? What do we need to heal? Our intuition always knows what is right for us. Why aren't we listening? What emotional energy is blocking us? If we're afraid to leave a job, even though deep down we dislike it, essentially we're stuck in a program of survival mode and letting fear rule over courage and self-belief. When did we begin to lack trust in ourselves and our ability to create abundance when we are in our own true alignment? Because in truth, we all can. Money loves authenticity much more than it loves anyone operating in survival mode. That only ends up being damaging to our health. So when did we stop listening to our inner knowing? Where else do we tend to give up on ourselves and our integrity? Why? Who taught us this way of being? When did we begin to give our power away? The truth is we should never have to betray ourselves in order to achieve what we truly desire in life for anyone or anything. So why do so many of us do it? Where did that limited belief come from? Most likely from our past trauma or our conditioning. 
If we have low self-worth and a history of putting others' needs and desires ahead of our own, we are at the risk of being more easily controlled or manipulated. We drown out the voice of our soul, perhaps because many of us were never really taught to believe in ourselves or our own power. We may also allow others to manipulate us into emotions such as guilt or shame. They are extremely common emotional wounds and often lead to deep depression if not understood, addressed and excavated. We tend to feel shame when we allow others to define who we should be. We tend to feel guilt when we let others define what we should do. If we haven't worked on our internal weaknesses, then we will allow others to make us feel however they want us to feel. The only true emotion that is the same for all of us is living and moving in a state of love. That is the only emotion we really need to hold on to, as well as self-love, knowing our intrinsic worth. That is when abundance flows freely and in all directions. When we're living in autopilot, when we don't take the time to slow down and check in with ourselves, to connect to the depths of our emotions, we will fail to truly understand why we are unhappy within ourselves and our lives. When we carve out the time to know who we are, we realise that we are much more than what we have been taught or told to be. My emotions used to run my life and some still have the tendency to take over if I don't take the time to sit with them when they arise and decipher what they're wanting to tell me. Fear and self-worth have always been the biggest emotional blocks on my journey. Whenever these emotions get triggered by a new situation, I need to be kind to myself as I process another layer of emotional illusion because fear is not real and every living being is absolutely worthy. It is just a matter of really embodying this and understanding where these false beliefs were formed. Everything that happens in our lives is based on the choices we make and the choices we make are often a product of our deep-seated emotions. If we're used to being told what to do and how to live our lives, then our choices will reflect that. If we're used to playing small, then our choices will also reflect our perceived unworthiness. When we have the awareness to ask why it is that we are doing what we're doing, then we can make progress. Are we doing things merely to please others? Do we care too much about what other people think about us? Is this way of being crushing our soul? Are we being guilt-tripped? Are we doing things purely for money and to pay the bills or sincere joy, purpose and passion? Are we being coerced against our own truth? Is fear holding us back from moving forward in our lives? Are we making choices from a state of awareness, love and integrity? Are we acting in alignment with who we truly are beneath our conditioning and unhealed emotions? 70% of the time, people are living in stress and survival mode. It's almost become our way of life in the West. Out of the infinite potential in the quantum field, most people are predicting the worst possible outcome based on past experience. Furthermore, we are in many ways conditioned to emotionally embrace the future with fear. So we try to control it. We let others control us, tell us what to do, and then many of us end up depressed because we are going against the flow of life and the grain of who we truly are. We might try to numb out with distractions, alcohol, drugs, food, sex, etc. But deep down, we know that something is missing within us. We need to learn to look within for the answers that we truly seek, not out there. 
When we awaken to our unhealed emotional trauma, we sense emotional manipulation tactics that take us away from ourselves. We don't buy into emotions like fear, guilt or shame because we've looked within and processed our own experiences of it. Sometimes we may play the victim role and blame everything external to us. I've been there and in a sense, many of us are living in a disempowered state, operating codependently in victim or saviour mode. The truth is we need to start asking ourselves much deeper questions so that we know who we really are. And once we know our own energy well, we can read the energy of what's going on outside and we know what serves us and what doesn't. We are all different and entitled to remain that way. This one-size-fits-all approach we're currently witnessing in society is feeding a very unhealthy divide within humanity and disconnecting us from ourselves as well as each other. So much of our world is built on fear. Fear can be so debilitating and it can actually kill you if you don't tune into it. Many of us have been conditioned to fear different ways of thinking or doing things. The truth is fear is not real. Danger is, but fear is not. And in today's world, we seem to be getting the two a bit confused. When someone is in fear, they will often try to create fear in others. And we'll fall for this if we're not connected to ourselves. What I've learned is that any confusion, guilt, sadness or fear that comes from taking our own power back or setting clear boundaries is a cue to shed our old self that isn't as empowered as we should be. That is the truth right there. Whenever we're coerced into making choices that we may not necessarily want to make, This is emotional extortion and it's deeply embedded in many elements of our society. By the way, manipulation is often not obvious. It can often seem to come from a loving place. But if it's conditional, if it involves any sense of coercion and it goes against your truth, then you are at the mercy of being manipulated. What we really need is more focus on healing our own inner frequency because it all starts and ends there. That's when we know what choices and opportunities are right for our unique path, despite what everybody else is doing. We will all just respect one another for the choices we need to make for ourselves. This is not selfish. This is self-love. But the true meaning of self-love is another concept many people have difficulty grasping. When we have low self-worth, we tend to give our power away. We operate from victim consciousness. We search for external saviours until we learn how to save ourselves. In many ways, we have been programmed to silence ourselves in order to follow an external voice. This is how we're controlled. When we make decisions based on what others want, feel or believe, we're giving our power away. Many of us have spent most of our life unknowingly giving our power away to people, places, things and authorities because we have in fact been born into a conditional world, a world that conditions us into being dependent on external things. It doesn't encourage free thinking, individuality or sovereignty. It's much easier to control someone who doesn't follow their own knowingness. We need to remember who we are. Being sovereign and connecting to our own soul is not selfish. It is in fact why we are here. It is a value that we need to preserve for the next generation. Staying in alignment with our own truth. Our intuition is often clouded by our unhealed emotions, and so is our logic. Ignoring our intuition and denying what we feel is self-betrayal. Creating quiet time to drown out the external noise is crucial in order to connect back to self, 
to our feelings and our emotions. For me, this looks like meditation, dance, yoga, swimming, nature time. All these things allow me to connect to my body, my feelings and emotions and expand my senses without any external interference. I'm an empath, so for me, time out is absolutely essential in order to clear the emotional energy we all constantly absorb from others. Healing our emotions is also very important so that we clearly use logic. I love this simple quote. The truth does not mind being questioned. I mean, why would it? When we're not able to explore facts that are presented to us by external forces, there is something fishy going on. Despite the overwhelming evidence that is out there, people tend to defend the lies and liars who have brought them into this mind state. This is an example of psychological warfare. And we seem to have actually become quite naive as a society. We've enabled those in power to bend the nature of reality to such an extent that despite the abundance of information out there, no one is able to come to sensible conclusions anymore. What emotional wounding is blocking our intuition and our logic? What needs healing here? When we heal our emotions, we realize that we are all here to honor our own soul path, which means tuning into the voice buried beneath our conditioning, programming, and the consequential emotional wounding. If we tend to blindly trust everything external to us without asking deeper questions, we're in a dangerous space of being manipulated. This is why so many people experience mental health concerns. They've lost their inner connection amidst all of the external noise. In summary, trauma and dense conditioning will impact our emotions and therefore our behaviour until we go inward. What heals is self-love, self-awareness, self-empowerment, being open to changing our conditioned beliefs, exploring new pathways, understanding and processing trauma and building new healthy habits that are in alignment with our true nature. If we really want to change our external reality and experience happiness, it all starts with changing our inner frequency. It's always an inside job. There are a variety of introspective practices that strengthen our connection to self, to our feelings and emotions. And this is the main work that I do with my clients so that they can more easily sift through the external chaos and see it for what it really is. We often need to question every aspect of our lives in order to weed out what is not serving us. This is when we make powerful shifts. This is when we can truly transform. It's my personal belief that a greater sense of faith is required by humanity. A greater spiritual connection needs to be established. We need to learn to trust ourselves more, to surrender to our own journey rather than desire to control everything and in a sense just be like everyone else. Trusting ourselves, knowing ourselves, owning our truth and what we stand for in this life is so important. And what a gift to give our children. The gift of self-empowerment. The gift of truth and integrity. Something truly magical happens when we affirm that we will no longer put our soul in a jeopardizing space. New doors begin to open when we value ourselves and the voice of our soul. The voice that yearns for true alignment and peace. Life is not meant to be complicated, nor is there really anything to fear. That's just the result of our programming. As a friend recently said to me, there are only two fears that are real, fear of falling and fear of loud noises. The rest are man-made. When we heal our trauma and our emotions, we are indestructible. We realize just how resilient we really are. We turn pain into power 
We transmute fear into love. You can't break a spirit like that. We should all be living life on our own terms, all of us, fearlessly and in harmony. It's the next generation that needs us to understand the importance of knowing ourselves and our emotions, to know the power of our own light. When we come from a place of truth, integrity and alignment, anything is possible. We are absolutely unstoppable.